Coming up today on This Is True Really News, a French hospital and its evacuation. And irony today. Honest irony today. Okay, good. I like irony. Please like, subscribe, and follow This Is True Really News because we need the friends. Frankly, our wives have stopped talking to us. Besides, we're trying to become wealthy off of this. And Oh, yeah. We've got 86 bucks now. So if you can you know, grab a few more friends, we get up to 90. That, can't wait. This is True Really News with Scott Combs and Tony Vercanis. All the news you're about to hear is true. Really? As far as you know. Almost buy a pair of shoes. The uh, Almost. Well, we could buy one and share it. One shoe, I mean. One shoe. That would be, you get it on Mondays, Wednesday, it gets Sunday off. Where was I now? Irony, number one. Yes. The Buckingham and Villages Community Board in England. And let's be honest, the English are very good at irony. Oh, Not yes. always intentionally. Much the, like Americans, I've discovered. The, uh, and most every other country. Yeah. The Buckingham and Villages Community Board in England admitted that the irony was running thick when, in November, it had to cancel a program about protecting your home from flood damage because of heavy rains in the area. <laughs> Oh, heavens. The board had hoped to provide residents with demonstrations of of flood resilience equipment and had to do and what to do in case of a deluge, according to the BBC. Well, you can't. However, is what you do. According to the community board. However, it was due to take place outside in pouring rain and high winds, so there was concern that people would not turn out for this important event. You think? It's going to be rescheduled. What they're hoping for is to find a dry day, which... You're in England. You're in England. Crapshoot. Yeah. Don't go to Scotland looking for... Does it get better? No. Yeah, but sometimes the rain only comes straight down, not sideways. (laughs) It it keeps reminding me of all those global warming things they did that had to be canceled due to snow and cold. Yep. (laughs) It's like... uh... A French hospital had to be evacuated. After a man in his 80s presented to doctors with a first World War shell stuck inside his rear end. Well, now, this leads to numerous questions. (laughs) Mostly how. Yeah, well, slipping and falling. Though the 88-year-old assured staff the shell was a collector's item that had been deactivated, staff at the St. St. Moose Hospital in Toulon scrambled to evacuate some of its patients, redirect others, and call in the bomb squad. We've got a bomb in the bum, and we need to take a look at it. An apple, a mango. How do, you, how do you take that phone call seriously? <laughs> an apple, mango, even shaving foam. We're used to finding unusual objects inserted where they shouldn't be, said an ER staffer. Apple, mango, shaving foam. <laughs> but the shell is unique. The man's appearance at the hospital required a major reshuffling and partial evacuation, <laughs> as you might imagine. And we're not talking the guy. Right. <laughs> yeah. And he couldn't, well, apparently he couldn't evacuate. No. That was the problem. So everybody else had to leave. So he was stuck with the bomb in the bum. As an and added... If a bomb in your bum goes boom, bad. <laughs> As an added precautionary measure, a makeshift tent was also set up outside the hospital to treat the oxygenarian in isolation. <laughs> Once the uh, bomb in the bum technicians confirmed that the shell... <laughs> was indeed inactive and ruled out the possibility of an explosion in the bum. 
Doctors proceeded with the removal of the war relic, which measured around six centimeters in diameter and 20 centimeters in length. And they don't come out the way they go in. They had to do abdominal surgery to remove it. So it's a lot less fun. Yeah. I'm trying to figure out where the fun started. That's less fun than you think, I suppose. I'm guessing. Bombinabun. In Norway. Bombinabun octogenarian. Why does it sound like it should be a Sherlock Holmes story? <laughs> the tale of the bum with the bomb. The tale of the bomb and the bum. <laughs> In Norway, where they don't have bums and bums, hmm. <laughs> well, they have in them. Norway. They have an energy firm named Equinor, I think, uh, produced its first energy from floating wind turbines in November, according to CNBC. The installation called and its high wind tampon is about eighty-seven miles off the coast of Norway. It has eleven total turbines, four of which will come online this year. Ironically, the turbines will be used to produce energy. For Equinor's oil and gas fields in the North Sea. Of course it will. Because they still work the best. (laughs) Understand me? They still work the best and are the cheapest. The government doesn't have to subsidize them, you lunatics on the left. Well, uh, energy density is a thing. And it's, it's one of the parts of the equation that they don't get. They don't get any of the equation. No, apparently not. No. Uh, according to Geir Tungvis, Tungisvik, Tungisvik of the famous Tungisvik clan family and tribe, I, according Damn. to this guy with a cool last name, he's the company's executive vice president for projects drilling and procurement. Ooh. This is a unique project. The first wind farm in the world powering producing oil and gas installations. You know, that's interesting because that actually... Is, it, when you have to power something with, say, oil, and oil is what you're getting, you know, you lose something in the exchange there. Yes. Now that if you can that, power it with wind. This is the one time I've, I look at wind and efficient. I go, yeah. well, if they can get enough of the breeze and you're on the North Sea. You're going to have a breeze. I would expect you have a breeze. Yeah. Yeah. Good on you. The trouble we still have, of course, is even if you're windy every day, where do you store it? That has been a huge problem. You know, how many alkaline batteries? The Energizer Bunny is not that big. That's right. This is a quick one. My partner is in HR. Someone. Holy rollers? No. No, human reason. Harry Residue? (laughs) Harry Reasoner. Everybody knows that. Hey, he's dead now. Thanks for bringing up a painful topic. Someone took a poop on the job site. Oh, sh- uh, shucks. <laughs> and the partner in HR was given a photo. Complete. With, with? circles and arrows and measurements and a paragraph on the back of <laughs> to explain what it was to be used as evidence against the mystery pooper. The people that complained wanted DNA testing done. Can you do that with a load of crap? You can. Okay. Because this whole story is sounding like a load to me. (laughs) He's still not sure why they measured it. Were they guys? Maybe so they can match the projectile with the orifice that fired it? Couldn't be an English octogenarian, could it? Well, it's another bomb in a bum story. 
<laughs> Only the other direction. Well, yeah, it's um, this one. This one. This one. This fires. is dropping a bomb. <laughs> this one fires. It's. Let's get back to the Christmas crash, and Spain, shall we? Oh God, no. <laughs> That's where the shepherds had to bring their own stools. Yes, they did. Thank you, Patrick. Pushing your stool for you? <laughs> Get away from me. What? I was talking being polite at a bar. This is True Really News. Send email to TITR at netradio.network. <laughs>